I still like where I am. I've got okay. fluffy carpet to sit on. I think your going to want to sit there, right? And I am in Hitch? Probably. Okay. All right. Well... smelled bad on the outside of the show that to understand there was this one time we got invited to perform but they didn't let us play they just kept asking us questions about what the blues mean and we told them that the blues what the blues means is that well you have to understand that there was this one time we was at the siege of troy which is what we called it when troy wouldn't leave the house now in Troy's defense, he had locked the door, and that that has gotten in our way on more than one occasion. But he was inside! He could have come out! And we were constantly telling him this! And at some point, it just turned into a siege! We had to trick him out! With a hot dog! It worked. I... I... Mighty impressed when he used the hot dog to unlock that door. I didn't think you could pick a lock with, you know, sausage meats of any particular variety, let alone a hot dog. Perhaps a dry cured sausage. We had a drummer that once broke into our van with a kielbasa. Well, it's more of the van fell on him and we found the remains inside, but potato, tomato... We never had either of those. <laughs> My name is Scott. I'm Jim. The fuck am I doing here? You live here. I'm Sam. I am Jamie. And it is that special time of year. The greatest time of year. Turktoberfest. Woohoo! Octoberfest? Scotch Timber. I like Scotch Toberfest. Yeah, yeah, you use, use me, Skinner. Yeah, yeah you used me. You think Willie would know Scotchtoberfest was made up? I think he was just really hoping somebody Look, would ca- Scott, care about his heritage. The man also thinks he's from North Town, which is not a real place. <laughs> you can't prove that to Willie. He was, he was conceived of and born on the same table in Loch Ness. Brew, shut up. You're getting kicked out. He's like, but I have opinions on Willie and his heritage. He's just a little guy, Scott. He can't control his borps or his zooms. In the meantime, while doggos are being kicked out, hi, welcome to our Oktoberfest episode where we try beers, answer stupid questions. Answer smart questions. Which we did not advertise well this time. We were really bad at it this year. Um, there was a lot of made-up questions that make absolutely no sense or are completely trivial. Well, that's fine, but that's fairly normal for the show, right? Yeah. Like, made-up shit and trivial garbage, if we take that out, we've got, what, 20 minutes of runtime over seven years? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, like, we've been real and honest, yeah, for about 20 minutes. The rest is just a lot of nonsense yelling and arm flailing. Well, yeah. I, there was that story that I told about watching Japanese Spider-Man post-coitus. That was real and true. <laughs> and continues to be good advice. If you can find Japanese Spider-Man, seriously, it's it's just a nice together moment. It's just a wonderful thing to watch. All right, so, so before... you're going to get laid? <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like should I you telling your listeners. Should you get laid? Watch Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man. Good way to close out the night. <laughs> 
Better than cigarettes. Better for your health, too. Spider-Man is only the emissary of hell, not lung cancer. <laughs> Alright, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of this... We already had the meat and potatoes today. <laughs> true, true enough. Uh, we have to do Pick of the Week, where I have a thing for the week... Fuck! ...that we pick. <laughs> and by the ceremonial shout of fuck, that means that it is most definitely time for Pick of the Week. So, Sam, what is your pick? My Pick of the Week... Is something I had in my brain, and now I've forgotten. <laughs> this is really disappointing. Um, oh, I wanted to pimp a podcast that I recently got into called Reading Glasses. It's by Mallory O'Mara and Bria Grant, who are an actress and director, who just read a lot. They tackle reading problems, give out recommendations, and they're just delightful to listen to. And they come up with some really wonderful names for shitty people. So swinging it to Jim, who didn't remember. No, but I got something all the same. <laughs> so, Tuesday rolls around. I have mis- well, I have the fortune of not being at work. But Thursday, I walk into work. And Curse of Chucky is there, which is really fucking weird, because we have a film fest starting this coming week that's running Curse of Chucky. So I didn't realize it was getting like a Blu-ray DVD release, as well as a theatrical, which is really weird. But more importantly, after spotting Curse of Chucky, I spotted DC Universe A New Frontier. It's based on a Darwin Cook piece, Justice League A New Frontier. It is immediately post-McCarthyism. This is this is Justice League at its finest. Well, this It's also a look at what the Silver Age might have been. Yeah! It is. I love this. I already owned this on DVD in the first place. The one that they're putting out right now is a commemorative edition. It's The voice cast on it is Fucking amazing. The story is great. It's I don't want to spoil anything beyond the fact that you if you haven't seen this, go see it. If you have seen it, see it again. Like there's no downside to it. And the thing that I laugh at about it, because I'm at Best Buy, right? So we have our three editions: our Steelbook, Standard Blu-ray, and DVD. The standard Blu-ray and the DVD both have a if you buy these, you get eight dollars off of Justice League in November. And it's like this is one of the finest Justice League stories ever put into media, and you're using it to horror what will probably be a train wreck outside of Jason Momoa. Yeah. And as a follow-up to that, Jason Momoa looks great in the in the current Justice League previews. He's going to be a great thing in that movie. The rest of the movie may be a traveling dumpster fire. But Jason Momoa is having fun. I am super psyched for an Aquaman movie. Yep. I mean, come on. My man. My man. There is everything about this. Everything about Jason Momoa in this is going to be good. Everything else. Would you say he's outrageous? I would say he's outrageous. (laughs) All right. So, because I'm going to be nice because you cooked. Jamie, what's your pick of the week? What is the thing you liked Hmm. this week? thing I liked this week would probably be best thing of this week Mm -hmm. would be you guys. I get to spend more time with you guys. Aww. That Before is a that, shitty answer. Give there me was a lot better. of there was sentimental bullshit. No, and that's now fine. there's good stuff. That is because these guys are awesome. That is perfectly Thanks. acceptable. Yeah. And to the audience, you're this is fine. If you want to come up and hang out with us, we are not opposed to it. It's Botocon. Yeah, this is it's Botocon is the loosest of pinball ideas that basically boils down to you come up if and you we show go to bars. up. If you show up, we'll just say hey, and then we'll go somewhere. Yeah. There's some great places to drink in Toronto, and we will show you them. And possibly get sausage. Yeah. Or pizza. 
Or sausage pizza. Or both, or none. Very good burgers. Or whiskey-aged beer in beautiful barrels. Uh, December is coming. December is coming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I guess that leaves me to do my pick of the week, which is going to the AGO's Del Toro exhibition. Very nice. This is, uh, they took over a good chunk of the second floor of the building. I think it's, I hope this starts touring. I hope this exhibition tours other places. But it is a bunch of art and objects that Del Toro likes and inspires him, including a replica of the room where he writes, which is an interior room of his house where he set up fake windows where it's always raining. It's awesome. I If I could do the same, I would. It's The problem is, you want to nap in that room. Oh, yeah. Like, you go into the room in the exhibit, and there's a statue of Edgar Allan Poe sitting there. And you're just comfortable in this room. There's benches, because if there was backed chairs, you'd find people passed out in it. Uh, There's also just tons of actual props from Del Toro movies, including... Oh, the big-ass coffin from The Strain. Yeah. Uh, they've got a bunch of Hellboy props. They've, they've got, got the Angel of Death. Oh, yeah. A, a like, bunch of costumes from Crimson Peak. Yeah. Um, the... Dracula's di- mask. Oh, yeah. Dive suits from Pacific Rim. Yeah. And also, like, little, little baby Mako's little, little outfit. Yeah. Even explaining what they're all made of, which was really cool. Like, just down to the... These are the materials they used to build it, which was really neat. I, if you're a fan of Del Toro or very familiar with his work, none of this is really going to surprise like, you. Like him saying what he says about H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, you're. It, it's not going to surprise you, and it's you're just going to be you're going to see his storyboards for his version of Mountains of Magic Madness that will never happen. Yeah, and that's and you're just going to you. stand in that room and see the world that we didn't get at the Mountains of Madness. So close. I was asking Scott about this after we're leaving there, because he tells me it's not being made. I'm like, what do you mean? It's called Universal got bought out by a bunch of foreign people. But it looks like it's gonna... It It was an R-rated movie with a huge budget, and Universal kept blowing their budgets on niche products. Scott Pilgrim lives because of the death of At the Mountains of Madness. I'm not convinced I'm actually okay with that trade-off. And well, that's a very weird thing for me to say. <laughs> See, like, like, well, I just told you that you have one more Edgar Wright movie because there is one fewer Del Toro movie. And that's not fair. <laughs> like, if somebody had put a gun to my head and said, you have to choose between these two, At the Mountains of Madness or Scott Pilgrim, I'd be like, you're fucking drunk. Take the gun. Like, mountains. Shoot, no, it's shoot me, you damn coward. Yeah. But no, I'd still take mountains at the end of the day. But no. Yeah, it was a great exhibit. If you get the chance, see it. Hopefully it goes on tour. If you don't get get the chance. If not, there's the book. Yeah, there's a book for it. And you know what? It's in Toronto until the end of January. So you've got time. Yeah. Very cool. So um, we're going to do our first beer. First beer. So this is Whitewater Brewing Company's Farmer's Daughter. It's a blonde ale. It's from Ottawa. You know what? When you get the chance to have the Farmer's Daughter, you really don't pass it up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody had to make that joke. It wasn't you. It was the guy that brewed it. I know, but nobody else was stepping up right there. He's sitting there going, well, good. Good. Somebody did it. I just was trying to behave myself. No. 
No, you right. don't do that. Not on this show. <laughs> so, right. so, rules. So we, we look. We observe its color, which is uh, a little darker yeah, than, it's, it's than a, nice a blonde. Gold. A bit more of a gold. Yeah, like it, it's... Really carbonated. Yeah, it's really fizzy. Okay, ready? Smell? Smell. Yeah. Smells weedy. Yeah. Smells some citrus. S- smells bready. Oh. Almost peppery. It's light. Yeah, it's light. Maybe it's just the carbies. I'm getting a little bit of pepperiness to it. Yeah, a yeah. little, little pepper. Flavor fades pretty quick. L- little orange, and then it goes away. Yeah. That's not bad. Not bad. No, that I like. That is, you know nice. what? That's drinkable. That's... Yep. Yeah. You know, that is a nice... That's... You either get that on its own to drink on the deck... You yep. know, if you're out with people at a restaurant that has maybe, this... Maybe, like, with some chicken. Yeah. This is a cottagey yeah. brew. Yeah. It would go nicely with just a basic sausage. Like, nothing fancy. You've got sausage on the brain. Sausage is good! <laughs> <laughs> with the amount of dick jokes that were made today, yeah. Oh. I would have sausage on the brain. Well, it's not even that. We were at worst earlier in the week. All right. I'm not opening another one already. No, I'm just lining things up. So we have our first quest. We're, I'm going to knock out two because I'm going to be a little bit facetious. First thing, uh, Chrissy wants to know, when are we recording? Right now! <laughs> now! You just left to go do marking, Chrissy. We're sorry. <laughs> All right. The next question comes from... Uh, okay, let me flip accounts for a minute. <laughs> Fiddling with the fiddles. The worst part is I put most of these in an email for him. Yeah, but you missed half of them. So this is from uh, most. So this is from Cameron, who just dinged twenty-one years old. Hey, congrats! Happy birthday! You can legally drink. You can now buy triple X pornography. Don't do, do that. that. The internet is right there. Don't spend money on that. Okay. You are now at the uh, rite of passage. Okay, so he he's not looking, in our country though. He, yeah. Well, he he's looking for he is looking for advice on how to start drinking beer. Um. Because he just kind of wandered, at 21, he just kind of wandered into a bar, grabbed one that looked straightforward. In this case, a maple honey amber, and apparently it was just too sweet and sticky, but also still bitter. Um, so, my, I actually have a go-to for this. I have a, I have a general rule of, here's, here's your training wheels, and that's black as hell. Black as night, pours like tar. You want, Thick stouts, heavy porters, dark lagers, dark ales, whatever you can find, because they're not as hot forward. You're going to get a lot of malt. You're going to get coffee. You're going to get chocolate. And they still tick more IBUs than some pale ales, but you're not going to notice that. You're going to feel a little bit of everything. And then you can step away from the black end to easier stuff. So, um... I don't know what to find because you're in Michigan, but um, I can probably ask Steph for some recommendations. Yes, our good friend Steph, who lives in Michigan, brings us all kinds of great beer from Michigan when she comes to visit. So she can chill. I will see what stouts I can point at you. Um, apparently, he does want to take a road trip over to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, yeah, there's which like a couple is, really good breweries in well, Grand they, Rapids. Grand Rapids has started selling itself as Beer City USA. And I will some- fight you. Well, I'm sorry, but there are, like, nine other towns that are, like, kicking their tourist boards to death for not buying that slogan hard. 
I guess my advice with beer is try just try different things. Sometimes you'll find that there are certain flavors that work for you and some that won't. If you already know that you don't like a particular thing, like let's say you don't like maple and for whatever reason, as the example, um, then you know that's probably not going to be something you're going to enjoy. Like actually read what the flavors are going to be because sometimes that actually will help. The other thing is like, I started on the opposite end. I started with pale ales and a lot of wheat beers. I like saisons. I well, like wheat. Wheat's another good direction to go to. Yeah, because yeah. it's going to taste like orange juice yeah. a little bit. And I love sours, but I had to build tolerance to get to, especially with the sours. I well, know for me, sou- sour is not going to be something you jump on right away. No, but you know, a good pale ale, a nice wheat, you yeah. can you can do those. Um. Especially if you can get like a nice fruity wheat, those are really easy to start with, and they always generally have a really nice flavor to them. Well, my first beer was blue because <laughs> I'm from the Maritimes. What the fuck? Well, so I have I mean, access to right. Like, like I've got every- blue, I've got Keiths. If I'm feeling fancy, <laughs> then you know I got Stella until yeah. some of the local breweries started making stuff, which was all right. But on a general level. Travel with a group of friends, get everybody to get something different, pass it around. Like, the approach that we have for this every year, this is a great way. Because we, well, we've had trash beer before. And but it goes away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another good thing to do is maybe just look for a brewery's mixed pack. Yeah. Flights are your friend. Yeah. Flights are always your friend. Now, beyond that, I mean, once you start to figure out where, like, where your tastes lie, what you like. Like, I love strong flavors. The stronger, the better. I... I am a big fan of hops. I love looking at an IBU number, but anything over 85, fuck off, you can't taste it. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't taste the difference between 85 and 90. Yeah, it's, the tongue can't do it. So, it's like, yeah, you put your big 110 on there. That's fucking splendid. I care about what I'm tasting, not just the IBUs. But my standing rule for years was anytime I would go into a liquor store with the intent of buying beer, it was grab things I've never had. Yeah. That said, I would avoid mass production like a terminal fucking plague. Like, I have had a full pitcher of Coors and just been angry that I drank it. Well, it's it's like, okay, so you taste Coors, and it's like, this is an overripe apricot. Yeah. Nothing else. I have to, I'm, I'm stuck with this all the way down. Yep, drank through that and then asked for a pitcher of, uh, pitcher of Guinness, so I actually had some flavor for the fucking evening. <laughs> and, I, well, after the 20 minutes it took to get a pitcher of Guinness poured. Yep. I was the only free beer in my life that I've ever turned away. Was Molson Canadian? Friend okay. of mine gave it to me. I had one sip and passed it back to him. Well, it's never yours, again. So yeah, but that's it, right? Like mass production beer. Once you start to realize what you like, mass production beer is almost nine times out of ten a poison unto itself. It's almost undrinkable and it's just flavorless mush. Yeah, but yeah, no. Travel with groups, experiment. Like this is you're just dive in with both feet. Just try fucking everything and. More limited microbrews, the better. Because you are going to find experimental things. You are going to find things where a tender just goes, let's try it. Personally, I like like I like introducing people mostly to wheat beers. It's a bit easier for somebody to start off with. It's not as heavy. It's got a lot more range of like subtle flavors in it that you can pick up. And you can start picking you well, can start I, looking I, on the... See, as much yeah. as wheat beers are great, I'm going to step on you and say, Belgians... Because 
Some people really don't do coriander. Mm. They just they just can't. Yeah, that's yeah. like it's, their their, it's like the asparagus thing, right? Makes you pee funny. No, no, like <laughs> like there's like a flat forty percent of the population that will taste coriander wrong. Yeah. That's the thing I did not know. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, the, like everyone who says cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah, they they're do they're they're mutants and they're wrong. <laughs> they should be rounded up. Magneto is wrong. So actually, before we end on Cameron's question, hmm. I think it'd be great for us to all pick a beer that we would recommend as a good starter beer. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Is I'm going to ask Steph because she's going to know the lay of the land. I'm just saying for our Canadian listeners. Who can get some cool shit? Let's pick something that hmm. they can get. I, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm going to be completely on because you're asking me to pick a beer for a Canadian. My answer is going to be fracture. Yeah, and it's you know what? That, you're a no, starter. Man up. Yeah, drink it. Fracture has fracture comes with no training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> no, you want to do this? Go whole hard. Now that said, if you're in Toronto, hit Amsterdam. Go down to the brew pub. See what they've got on that month. And fucking try it, because there is never anything bad. And if you're lucky, Stormy Night is on the menu. Or Tempest. Or Devils. Like, there's... Oh, God. Seriously, just go to the fucking brew pub. Or they're Rattlers. Yeah. Summertime. Summertime. So yummy. So, um... Yeah, I'm terrible to ask. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> We're all terrible to ask, but it's a fun question. Yeah. Any coffee porter would do. Yeah. Any coffee porter... Okay, I'm a huge fan of, and one of my little standards is the raspberry wheat that comes from Amsterdam, which is absolutely divine. It's easy to drink. Uh, perfect for summer, those nice crisp fall nights as well. I just love it to bits. And just for a more complicated pick, I really like Rouge River's um, grape, was it grapefruit sour? No, the passion fruit. Passion fruit sour. Which was just the yummiest thing I had all summer. Alright. Jamie! Well, for Ontario, it, in general, I would say Hogarden, despite Scott's <laughs> hatred of wheat beers. No, no, I love <laughs> wheat beers, but I'm just saying, it, it, it's a little dicier than, you know. Hogarden is wonderful to mix with other things, too, by the way. <laughs> I like it as a very nice summer beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you can get up to Gravenhurst, I'm gonna have to say, like, if you can get to Gravenhurst, after Halloween, specifically, going to the opposite side of that, Blood of Cthulhu. Uh, well, you can it's, get it downtown Toronto, too, at uh, Bar Hop. I think the only other place. Yeah, two places. Yeah. It's Like, Sawdust co-owns Bar Hop now, which, really? is why, yeah. which is why you get the weird collaborations. Yeah, I knew they did a lot of collaborations with them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a really heavy beer. You've got, like, a lot of tartness. You've got some fruitiness. Well, it is. And it's so... The Blood of Cthulhu fun. is a cranberry porter aged in wine barrels. It's also got tart cherries. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes. that actually sounds yummy. Oh, it, it is. And it is delicious. According to the uh, container, Blood of an Elder God. Yeah, and it tastes like it. It pours like tar. You can't see through it, yet still, somehow, it's red. Like, it's so black you can't see through it, but you can still see red. Huzzah! Alright, so we're going to crack number two. So sours are what I will call beer nerd big. In that they are trendy in a small subset, but if you're just wandering around, you're not going to say, Oh man, all these sours all over the place. But they're good! Well, yeah. Uh, Jelly King. Yeah. One of the best sours 
Yeah, and I've found it two places. Rouge River this last summer. Oh, yeah. Like, the boys were just knocking them out. Oh, yeah. Well, this, this in, in this case, this is Collective Arts over in Hamilton. Damn good brewery. Yeah, good boys. This, so this is their Harvest Saison, which contains uh, Pilsner, Munich, and Kiln Amber Malts, Flaked Wheat, Hops, Yeast, Pumpkin, Cinnamon, Allspice, Nutmeg, Clove, and Ginger. So this is... A very spicy beer. Our so this, first pumpkin beer. So this is our pumpkin beer for the year. Smells good. Pretty gold. It smells like pie. Gold. I've, I've got it a ways away from me, and I oh, can wow. smell the uh, the spice in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. nutmeg. And, yeah, there's that finish. I like that. Okay, so that this has two phases. Two phases. Yeah. You taste... You, you taste really, really punch tartness... Yes. With a little bit of pumpkin, and then the spices follow it. Yeah, and oh. the spices last. Yeah. No, like, that's nice. It's delicious. That's actually some punchy to it as well, yeah. I think. What yeah. were you drinking earlier in the week that we took a sip of and just fucking backhands you with nutmeg? Oh, that was... Oh, God, it was an Imperial Pumpkin Ale from... Bugger me. No. No, that's not a brewery. I can't remember. If I, if I do, I'll... Put it in the notes. Yeah. It'll be in the notes, but it was just... It was just hammer you with nutmeg and leave you with with pumpkin. Yeah, like you drink this and it's well, this is smack. Oh. Like you lose a tooth for the force of nutmeg kicking you. So, not gonna lie, let's change that order. No, no, Sam, you're I gonna... want to change it now. Sam, I can drink more. We can't change it now. We have to drink everything first. Also, you make you you drag everything on the table and it shows up on the recording. Yeah. Mm. Bite me. That is nice. Maybe though. later. <laughs> that is tasty. Like that is that is delicious. All right. So next question and is the bitterness lasts. Yeah. Like I like that because a lot of sours don't. Is good. Yeah. Uh, so next question comes from Cam. Have we heard a good album this year? Good album. A good G. Let yeah. me let me see. Let me see if I can fucking figure that out. Okay. So I'm wearing you... my villains T-shirt with my villains pin. <laughs> Okay. Having gone to the Queens of the Stone Age Villains concert at the beginning of September. If I'm not being subtle, Villains by Queens of the Stone Age is a fantastic goddamned album. I don't think Jim has an opinion. I, I don't think Jim has anything on this. I ran this in your car. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, we like it in the car. It's it's good driving music. It's nice experimental music. It's a really dancey album for Queens of the it Stone is, Age. It is. It's almost a little too fucking poppy for them. Well, that's the weird part, right? Like, but it's, it works. it's not poppy in the strictest of senses, but it's more poppy than you really expect from it's, Josh's band. As awkward as it's going to sound, it's danceable. Yeah. It is very, yeah. very danceable. There's a lot of people who are making Bowie comparisons, which is very fucking positive. No, villains. And it's weird. Like, I will listen to villains on loop. This is, this is my walking music going to work. And if I turn it off, like if I decide to listen to the radio or Iron Maiden or Journey or whatever else is on my phone, and then I'll switch villains back and just those opening beats from Feet Don't Fail Me Now, and I'm like, oh man, I fucking love this. Like, fantastic album. Easily, it's fighting for the number two slot in regards to Queens of the Stone Age for me. I love it. But yeah, that's my album. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, oh god, this might be from last year. I'll double check, and fuck, the name escapes me at the moment, but it is a collection of unreleased Charlie Parker and 
Dizzy Gillespie recordings. Just two-man jams, greatest bits of bop, really nice remaster, because I know when usually when they dig up jam sessions from dead jazz men, it's it's scratchy as hell. Like I, I also went through a bunch of Niven's tapes that got dumped onto archive.org. And this one's just it's it's a it's a great set. And if you if you want to hear two horn players at their best, this is definitely the way to go. Okay, so uh, an album this year that came out that I well actually came out last year, but I saw the concert this year was uh, Andrew McMahon's Zombies on Broadways, or rather Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Um, you might know him as the former lead singer of Something Corporate and Jack's Mannequin. Man totally beat cancer. Runs his own cancer foundation. Um, but Chrissy and I had the delightful opportunity to go see, uh, his zombies on Broadway tour and it was fucking amazing. The guy came out on a rubber ducky and he actually tried to climb the balcony of the, uh, of the opera house, which was pretty amazing. Um, but he also played a lot of songs from his something corporate days. Uh, from Jack's Mannequin days, um, I spent the whole night just singing at the top of my lungs. And uh, that's a sign of a good show. If you're singing, and you're dancing, and you're screaming along, it's amazing. And my favorite song probably on that album uh, might be Fire Escape. But to be honest, the whole album is pretty damn solid. For me, favorite album... Was it from this year or just favorite album? Just uh, something recently you found. Ah. Something recently um, you found that you liked. Recently that I picked up that I liked. Um, I do a lot of driving. I drive to I drive from like Toronto to Gravenhurst most weekends. So it's a good two, three hours each way, depending on traffic. Um, I picked up uh, your favorites, Tragically Hip. Yeah. Well, Man and, Machine Poems was great. Yeah. And your favorites is just solid. Yeah. It's just beautiful when you're driving because if you're in slow traffic, it's great just sitting there and relaxing too. If you're going, if you've got your speed getting up there on like the 400 or whatever, like you're just you're just pulling the lines on the highway by with the music. Like and there, there's something like I think like tragically having blue rodeo especially. There's like something about moving while you're yeah. listening to it that it's like. Yeah, no, I'm getting somewhere, and this is getting me there. Yeah. yeah. It's traveling music. Well, it's, it's story-based, right? Yeah. Like, that's why. You feel the journey in what they're telling you, and you feel the physical journey you're going through. And there's a few tracks in there that you're, you're driving up, like, you've, you're off the 400 now, you're on Highway 11, there's no lights anywhere, Yeah, and it's just good downy in your ears. Yeah telling you the things, and it doesn't really matter if you've got an hour left in your drive, you've got three hours left in your drive. Because it's your buddy Gord. Yeah. yeah. You're there for it. And also, definitely amazing to hear that they're all getting the Order of Canada. Well, they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Not just one of them, but all of them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Look, 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 the Governor General's not... the, The Governor General is a lady astronaut. She's not gonna slouch on the value of teamwork. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna give she's gonna give the award to everyone in the band. And it's kind it, of the hard. pilot of the space shuttle is not the only one who gets the medal. And it's kind of hard to say 
anybody is more of an iconically Canadian band than the hip, right? Also, so before we step into this guy, the beer we're about to drink, hilariously, the head was slowly creeping out of the top of the bottle. It was trying to escape. Like, it it was was pretty amusing to to watch. So this is Five Paddles Brewing, uh, Italian Backyard, and... We have one of those. Yeah, we do. Uh, it is a, it's, it's, it's a summer ale with basil. Where Ooh. is this brewery located this time? I can't remember where five paddle, uh, Whitby. Hey, basil, hey. you say. That's next door-ish. All right. Well, that, that is coppery. It's all fucking ghetto. That's it's like an old penny. Huh. Really copper amber. How much of a cent? No. There's, there's the basil in the smell. Yeah, I guess Just a bit of that, but. I'm getting the hood smell. It's mostly wet, right? Like that's all I'm really getting out of it. A bit, a bit of an earthy smell to it. Yeah, it's oh. nice. Wow, wow. So, so basil tastes like lemons and mint, and this is the right Ooh. amount of lemons and mint. Oh, there it is. It's the basil shows up afterwards. Oh, yeah. and that is del- that Just is airy. a wonderful finish. Oh, that is nice. It's a nice, like airy. Well, it feels like it cools down your mouth afterwards. Yeah. Just like a fraction. Like, the hops are a little bit spicy. I wouldn't be surprised if there were... It's like, got a very clean finish. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. Oh, I Score like one that. for the eye ties. <laughs> Score one for Whitby. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. You mean, oh, shippy? <laughs> there used to be a horrible joke when we were kids. That was, what if Oshawa and Whitby had a baby? It'd be named, oh, shippy. <laughs> <sighs> Did, did nobody explain to children that cities can't have kids? <laughs> no. Look, look, if Mr. T and Mr. and E.T. had a kid, well, he'd be Mr. E.T. And I pity the fool who doesn't fall. Oh, no. We can't rule that out. We have no idea how E.T. breeds. <laughs> like, like, there is a distinct possibility that maybe E.T. was either female enough to breed with Mr. T, or however it is that they procreate, it is something Mr. T could contribute to. Well, we also family. don't know how Mr. T's breed. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's with they, gold they, chains. Yeah, by the spreading of gold chains. Yeah, and possibly throwing people hella far over a van. <laughs> that may be the ritual. Like, you'll wake up one morning with gold chains, you go back, you fall asleep that night, you wake up the next morning, you've got an earring. Yeah. A feather earring, and it just goes from there. Yeah, it's just slowly, <laughs> slowly, you two become Mr. T. Yeah. Excuse me. This is really easy to drink. Like, it's just, it's so light right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, you could pour a glass of this, you'd sip it the entire time. Like, you wouldn't just rip this into you. It doesn't have that kind of a taste, but you just, you'd knock this, this back without blinking. This is a conversational beer. Yeah, very nice like, summer this is beer. The, you sit outside yeah. in your backyard... You're having a barbecue, you're chatting up your friends. Well, you feed in the pool or the lake or whatever you've got. Yeah. If I was still on the water, if you yeah. have to. Like, I would keep this in the philosophy department fridge. Yeah. And that'd be it. Like, this is the type of thing where you just sit around a table and have a conversation with us. And, and not just, like, any old conversation. It'd be very meaningful. Well, it's intriguing conversation, right? Yeah. So, I like. That was delicious. It's so give not- us another question. It's not overdone on the hood. No, it's either. just, it is nicely balanced. Again, you just get right to the end, and it's like the basil cools your mouth down just a little bit. I like. Yeah. No, I'm really impressed by that. Yeah. And again, just kind of amused by the way it was crawling out. Yeah. <laughs> Front runner. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly. 
Yes. Like, not out of ill for the other two, but I kind of had the sour pegged as higher up the list at this point. We still got three more, so. Yeah. 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 But I kind of feel like Italian Backyard's going to be the one to beat. Okay. Ah, oh, neat. I like that, but the aftertaste is nice. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that is a really nice finish. That would go very nice with chicken, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would go nice with a salad. Yeah. No, I mean for cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you you could you could brine a chicken in this, right? Oh yeah. Mm. So, in other words, we need to do Get a small driver whipping. Mm. Okay. Well, oh, let's God. not go crazy. Let's not go. Let's. That's kind of thing. Oh my God! You're okay. Oh no! That kind of thing. Oh shit! I can't find the sweet anymore. But someone asked for a birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, that guy. Happy birthday, whoever you are. It's we true. hope your birthday went very well and was full of whatever it is that you wanted to a reasonable degree. Oh, it was Stephen. Happy birthday, Stephen. Yay, Stephen. Oh, also, he wants to know what we think of the 280 limit on Twitter. Uh, as Canadians, of course, we are now required to tweet uh, in both official languages, so it's the same limit as ever. This has not in any way affected my life because I barely use Twitter and I kind of revile it. But at the same time, upping it to 280, maybe I would be more inclined to because I've long said that I hate trying to restrain myself to 140. I still have nothing to fucking say on the medium, though. So, yeah. Don't care. That, that would require use of Twitter for me, so. Scott is really the only one. I said something petty. Woo! Woo! More is typically better, though. No, because then it gives crazies a chance to really... Well, there are, well now, no, now, typically, Trump, now Trump does typically. not have to delay for nine hours before saying something potentially world-destroying. Yeah, he, he can fit it all in one. Like, I think we're going to see a little less threading and a little less of that stupid... I'm going to I'm gonna screenshot some text and post it as an image. Yeah. Screw you. Fuck your duck. <laughs> that fuckery sounds awful. Well, they have drill penises. <laughs> yeah. Corkscrews. Corkscrews. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. Fucking thing sticks you with an auger, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this conversation went to a horrible place. No, it didn't. It started in a horrible place. We're horrible people. Yeah. All right, so. Speaking so, of horrible people. <laughs> okay, so. This one almost read. So, yeah, this is St. Mary Axe, which is a Canadian best bitter. It's from London, Ontario. How much to Seriously, say? Seriously, it's like Schweppes mixed with blood. <laughs> you, I can't even see my hand. Well, I can't. I can't. Yeah, but I yeah, can, no. I can kind of see it. Wait, I'm getting closer. No, that Skin is tone. that is a dark yeah. red. Yeah. And that okay, is... Take a look through that, because there's more there. What is that, Canadian best yeah. bitter? Yeah. All right, I'm on board. Nice hoppy scent. Mm -hmm. I like that. One sec. Fucking Cascade. So, I'm going to be a Debbie Downer. Oh. This is boring. Well, yeah. that's it. Like, all it's got is Cascade bitter, or Cascade hops, and those always... I always get a bit of, like, a chalky mouthfeel at the end of those. Well, it just drops, right? Like, yeah. it comes down like a stone. I, it's not. No, I bad. think it's actually bad. No, I'm, like, I'm going to actually be the douchebag here for a second. You're, you're not being. A there is no flavor to this. It's just oh, hops. It's just hops, and it just it feels well, like I it needs that, help. Well, I get that it, it is more. It is a bitter, but there's better bitter out there. Yeah, I've had far better bitters. 
again, I maintain I think it just needs a little extra help. Maybe it needs some butter. <laughs> I, I actually misread the can. I thought it said Canadian best butter. <laughs> this is pretty poor butter, too. This is terrible. I would like it to be butter beer myself for, you know, the Harry Potter fans. Better, bitter butter beer? <laughs> this best bitter could be better. <laughs> if it was uh, better, but a bitter butter Peter Piper <laughs> I can't even do it! No one can, no one can do it. No, like, and when I say it's not bad, it's eh. it's unremarkable. Like, I could drink this and I wouldn't blink. Yeah. I've had far better hoppier beer. I've had far better weaker beer. Alright, Jamie, feelings? Thoughts? Um, Considerations? Quandaries? I'm gonna have to get, agree with the general consensus yeah. of... Kind of lame? You can see where they were trying to go, and then you can see where they stopped. Yeah. yeah. And there's... There's a, there's a pretty big gap. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Yeah. You know what, though? It will get points for color. That oh, is yeah. a really gorgeous shade of red. Yeah. Very but, nice, like, yeah, ambery, well, like, ambery red. Like, that is a redhead yeah. you would fuck. There's another kind? <laughs> well, no, like, that's, that's the kind of red-haired woman I would fuck. With the more golden tones instead of, you know, just <laughs> pirate red hair. You're aware I'm an X-Men fan, right? <laughs> you you forget so I'm a bi woman, right? I'm not changing <laughs> my statement. My classification so, is redhead. So, hold on, hold on. So, a boring redhead. Well, I mean, well, I think Marvel fans just had a thing for... Marvel look, had a thing for redheads for a few look, decades. Yeah. Who would you fuck? Rogue or Gene? Gene, what the hell? You're oh, an idiot. I like being real? alive. Okay. Yes. Which one I like the idea of protective gear. So fuck the hottest woman alive! That's fine. There's the difference between the two of us. Okay, if if Amory did not have her problems with murder... I'd still fuck Jean. Fuck you! Deal with it! Terrible answer! Deal with it! That's this argument with other people. This, 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 <sighs> see, this is why I feed Sam drinks on the show, the, so I don't have to compress or level the second half of it. Yeah. <laughs> But now, here's the question. Which rogue and which gene? AOA gene, what the fuck? Short hair with a bitchin' facial tattoo. I'm not turning that down. Southern Belle. Always Southern Belle. X-Men 92, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Talk awful big for a man about to get hit upside the head with a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously, if I have a basic choice of 90s rogue, I'm still going to stop for a second. If nothing else, and just to hear what she says during sex. Uh, I'd have sex with Rogue. I, I would I would take the date. You would risk it? You would Fuck roll yes. those dice? You would go where only Sentry has gone before? Because I want to dredge that memory up for everybody else. I would like to ignore that that happened. Yeah, we all would. In any case, how about a question? Yeah. Alright, so Josh would like to ask... What's up with Yakuza? What do you think of a new lead for the series? What's What do you think about having a bigger cast in the next one? Joshua Carpenter, you are a man of my heart. That being said, I don't know if I have any real feelings yet towards this new protagonist. Because again, we don't know much about him. I'm not keen on his design. Like, I took a, another gander at it today. There's something about... I hate his hair. There's something about his hair that just bugs the shit out of me. On the other side of it, I hope, I mean, he's a lot more entertaining than Kazuma is. 
I mean, Kazuma's idea of, you know, committing crimes is hanging out with orphans and doing nice things for people. So I'd like, to th- <laughs> I'd like to think that this guy's going to be for a little bit orphans. more hardcore. For the orphans. Yeah. This guy has... Okay, if you haven't seen him, I'm going to show you a picture, and I'm like, this this guy's hair is amazing. This, this guy <laughs> hair is the best J-Fro. My, no, my hair has done that. That's what happens when I go to bed after a shower and wake up. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not into the J Fro. It, it looks like he just like took a fork and found an electrical outlet and said, "What could go wrong?" No, seriously. Let's try the thing. If you go to sleep with long, wet man's hair, this is what it does. If you just sleep dead away, okay, Jim. No, I know, but you've got that length where it's not going to yes. do that. This plumes out. I can't deal with oncoming wind right now, man. I look like a fucking clicker from Last of Us. <laughs> Um, so, yay to Yakuza! Well, I mean, new guy's great. I think it's glad... I'm glad to see the the franchise really grow beyond Kiryu. Um, well, it's nice to see that they're retiring him, finally. Yeah, because yeah, he really had nothing to do after two. God. Well, no, I mean, he's kind of interesting in five. And you haven't played five yet. And it was nice to see them go back with zero and give you that remnants of what actually happened. I think Six has the potential to be very promising since it's going to be his last uh, appearance. Um, I kind of hope that they'll finish up some storylines. We need more Majima. Well, that's, no, what matters. Well, that's their only yeah. move. But and I'm, more Akiyama, because well, Akiyama I, I'm, is the best. I, I still half want a, no jokes, like Kiryu gets kidnapped and it's down to Haruka to woman up and rescue him for once. You know what would have been funny, Scott? Kiryu gets kidnapped and it's up to Haruka and Date. Yeah, like, like I, I, I want I want that reversal and Haruka is now, like, I guess 19 in games, which means she's old enough to really start wrecking people. You'd like to think growing up in Kiryu's household that she would know how to punch fuckers. Yeah. Instead they gave her dance-offs. Yeah, that's not cool. No. That's not cool. It's not cool. Not cool. On this plus side, needs more Akiyama. That's my response to everything. Or more Majima. But I would not do Majima. He's kind of terrifying. So as much as the pumpkin spice ale is the official seasonal of autumn, we're going to open up Sada City Chinook Wet Hop Pale Ale. Because there's like four weeks of the year you can get fresh hops. And if you work with fresh hops in beer... It, you just get this oily, resiny, glorious bitterness. Oh. And again, so rare. So properly rare. That's actually seasonal. And then Jim needed new pants. No, 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 no. I have self-control, my friend. I saw your eyes go. I like my hops. That is a recorded fact. So in case you forgot, this beer comes from Gravenhurst, Ontario. If you're, if you're going through Gravenhurst or near Gravenhurst, it's Definitely worth stopping by. They have their own store. They've got the brewery there you can go and drink at. Make a detour if you're on the road to Ottawa. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so this this pours cloudy and cloudy and just slightly past gold. Shit, and you can barely see through that. Yeah, like thick clouds here, and it smells golden. It smells of tree sap. Oh, like like pine tree sap. Yeah. If you and ever I've, cut a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah if, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, that that gets stuck in your hands for that days. That and lemon. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've got the citrus finish, but oh, that is just a nice scent. And it's delicious. So, Chinook hops are really 
well rounded. And oh, now I'm, I'm now I'm getting the oil at the end. Oh god, can't finish oh. the sentence. Oh, we're having a beer gasm. Oh god, and it, it just stays with you. It just sits right on your tongue. Like again, I say sticky. I say sticky because that's where it is. It, it's it's just all over my mouth. Like I want beef jerky right now. What do I want with this? What what food do I want with this? Like you want cured meats? You want something with salt in it? Oh, like like I, oh, we do a charcuterie board with this. Oh fuck, that would be wonderful. Oh, some like oh god, like prosciutto and like three kinds of salami. Get me more of that kangaroo jack. <laughs> Great. It's got a nice like almost a warmth to it as well. Oh, god, almost a little bit of hoodiness in there. Oh, Sam, Sam, Sam's stealing the end of the can. Sam's no! Stealing it from us. No! no, Sam stole the can from us. She, she's drinking the last of the can. So I feel like we may have just seen Sam's number one. Because up to this point, oh, she's God. exhibited some level of self-control. Oh, man. <laughs> that is... Usually there's always one every year I take the end it's of. it has got some nice citrus to it as well, and the flavor mm-hmm. as well. Citrus mm-hmm. and pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn. I want to cook with this strictly so other food tastes like this. I want to have sex with it. That is not an easy thing to do. This is a liquid. I, I want to pour, like, a whole thing of this into soup. Yeah. Like like, like chicken noodle. You want this well, permeating uh, everything. Have you autumn leaf soup? Like a... Like, like potato. Potato. Yeah. Potato and cream squash. or butternut squash. Fuck, oh. we could have put this in the soup earlier today. This would have been goddamn delicious. We didn't know. No, no, that's, 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 that's a lie, and you know it because it hadn't gotten down to the city at that point. Yeah. Now we have a plan. It's fine, Scott. You've got work to do. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna. Bu- I gotta buy a squash. So I'm mm. buying some more of this next time I'm up north. Yeah. So, like I said, this just leak. this just beat the Italian backyard in an alley with a pipe. Yeah. Like, so sorry, Whippy Brewery. You're you're good. You know what? If you guys get the silver medal, we'll I don't know erect a statue to you and bitch and whine about it in seventy years. Uh, I'll give it. I'd actually give it a tie. No, 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 yeah, no. I'm putting no. this over it by a clean margin. The Italian, oh. the Italian idea. That's an amazing. That would be an amazing like summer beer. Yeah, but the, I, uh, the wet hop is a lot more autumn-y. If I could keep that wet hop all year round, I would, I would. seriously just keep this in the fridge. Like, is it? Is it, you know, Three Brewers multigrain? No. no. But that's not fair. Is it innocent until proven guilty? No. But that's not fair. This is just it. I find Italian backyard really feels seasonal, whereas the wet hops does not. Yeah, this, I think, this is a tragedy that we can't have at the rest of the year. Yeah. I can't see enjoying this on a really, really hot summer day. Oh, I because could. it's got that it's got that warmth to it when you when you first get your mouth when you first get your mouthful of it. I feel like this is a beautiful not just a fall beer but a spring beer. This yeah. is one of those things where it's got enough earthiness to it. Um, like I would love this if it was a rainy day and I had a nice blanket to snuggle with. I would drink this in the winter. Summer might yeah. be the only time where yeah I could I would rather have the Italian backyard. That's why we're doing the time. Chips, but I feel pretzels. like three three out of the four seasons She's I dead. could have this. Yeah. Actually, French you know, onion soup. Oh, I got it. Lime and habanero chips would be wonderful with this. Yeah, and just a beautiful compliment to it. Or All even right. just the sea salt chips would be upstairs. Would be nice with the yeah. two. So last last Twitter question. So this is Oscar, who is grumpy that um, basically what it comes down to is that he wa- he would like an episode about the expanse. Which, We're sorry. Which 
I really thought could happen this year, because I thought the TV show was going to get big, and then, like, Justin or someone would read the books. Yeah. But, as it turns out, I think I'm going to have to recruit some outside help for that. And there's tons of book series I'd like to get to, but it's really just a question of bolting someone down and re- making them read a trilogy, too. We, and we have book series that Scott and I have yeah. read together that we could talk about? Well, part of it is, it's hard to... I'm going to say, it is hard to convince Sam to do these with its with just her and me. I I have social awkwardness sometimes. So um, Sam's like, either... Sam gets shy when it's just her and me. I do. I do. It's like, one of those... I would... Like, at some point soon, I think Sam and I will do Iron Druid and uh, the Joe Abercrombie cycle. Okay, I have... How many of those left to read? I have I one Iron have Druid. Do... I have one Iron Druid to read. Yeah. You have a sort of story collection to read. Yeah. And... I think you only need one Abercrombie. I th- Yeah, I think it's just Red Country for me, because I read sharp, uh, Sharper Ends. Yeah, Sharper Ends. Uh. So, yeah, I have two to catch up with. Yeah, there's... The, there's like, also the... We've never talked about... I think we've talked about the original Mistborn, but not the three in the Wild West. We have not done any Mistborn, I don't believe. Hmm. You and Jim also should do an episode about Super Gods. Uh, no, David and I did that oh, a yeah. month after the book came out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, there's, so there are book series to talk there's, about. There's a different episode that's going to spin off out of Super Gods, which is literally just going to be um, a response to one line of Grant Morrison's, and Jim and I will tear that to shreds. There's also some great um, graphic novels that I want to discuss with Scott at some well, point. Uh, Justin still wants to do Wild the Last Man. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, um, I would love to do an episode about We Stand on Guard, even though it's only six issues. Well, that's just, well, we can we can peg that for Summer of Mecca next year. That's true. Because there's also, and I can't wait to read more of it. Motor Crush. Yeah. Fucking Motor Crush is. Well, there's my a jam. couple of Sam and Scott go through our pull list for comics episodes. Oh my god. Motor Crush is amazing. It's basically Death Race meets Mad Max. Like I think so. What I'd like slammed is amazing. Oh my god, I have a million comics I could talk about right now. Yeah. Um, so so there, there's a bunch of stuff we want to do. It's just a question of time and personnel. And Marvel, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe just fucking eats a lot of our content every year. And I don't know if I just want to switch to doing that, running that quarterly to running that biannually or something. Well, we're also still sitting on a couple DC movies we haven't had a chance to well, talk about we're... either. That's okay. We don't need to remember those. I still would like to talk about Wonder Woman, actually. Well, that, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's I would fun. personally love to talk about Wonder Woman, and I actually would like to talk about Suicide Squad, because it's a hot fucking mess, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, and, and then... It's hot oh my god! I knocked a baby over! Versus Man of Murder. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I will probably go see JLA. Well, well Jason Momoa. Will. Jason Momoa. I know. We're, I will probably go half in the bag. Well, we're, we're but it'll be great. We're gonna do VIP. We're gonna do VIP Tuesday. Yeah, and we're gonna show up early to knock one down before the movie even rolls. Yeah, we're gonna take advantage of the VIP lounge. What whiskey do you have? We'll take yes. <laughs> Just. 
Just, you got a big beer glass? Yeah, just fill it with everything. Just, just don't let me go up and hump the screen when Gal Gadot's on there. No. Or, you know, when Jason Momoa's we, on there. We're not going to let you sexually assault Gal Gadot. Or the screen. <laughs> or the screen. So, we're tying Sam to a chin? Yes. Yes. Okay. Or I'll we're going to get her so drunk she can't walk up to the screen. Well, both. What was the both. last movie we saw in theaters? Because we don't think we talked about that one either, which was Homecoming. Yeah. Well, that's 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 on the list. Spiderman's. Spiderman's will be with uh, Defenders and probably something else. I need to watch Defenders, speaking of which. Oh, Sam, yes. Sam, I will be sure to find some comfortable rope for you. Thank you. Okay. Well, that's actually, we live in Toronto. That's really easy to find. Comfortable yeah. rope is swing a cat, right? All right. No, it isn't. So we have, we, we have, we have last beer. Where are you shopping? So we have- <laughs> I, apparently, unlike you, I have standards when it comes to rope shopping. Oh my god, buy some fucking silk rope. Anyway, he's got the last beer. So last beer is brand new from Railway City Brewing, Double Dead Elephant. And where's Each Railway? more dead than the last. So uh, Railway City is from St. Thomas, Ontario, hope, famous for being a place where trains switch between tracks and not much else. And oh. and the important thing, where Jumbo, P.T. Barnum's favorite elephant, died. Which is where the first dead elephant got its name. Oh, that is beautifully grim. Yeah. Double dead elephant, as you might infer, is a double IPA based on the recipe of dead elephant. We are going to get kicked in the teeth by this. I am perfectly okay with that. I'm looking across the table at how red it is. It's much redder than uh, St. Mary there. Jesus. Look at that. That is copper fucking wiring is what that is. Can I? Okay, still, still, still. Yeah, see-through. we're still getting sight. Still getting sight, and clean too. Like only yep. a bit of carbonation. S- smells, smells like ops. A <laughs> little bit of, a little bit of like tree sap to it. Well, that, smell. Yeah. Um. Face full of hops. A little bit of yeah. malt in the middle. I'm just getting hit with the malt mostly. Mm-mm-mm. Tastes like pachyderm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, right? No, oh, I like that. Pretty nice. Yeah, like this. This is uh, what do I want this with? Steak. Yeah. Like, but like steak with gorgonzola cheese and black pepper on it, right? Yeah. Like, like fully dressed out steak. Like you want fancy steak with this. You want a good cut of hard red meat, but you want the extra flavors. Oh fuck. That said, I can drink this raw. Oh yeah, no. This like, this is this, this is, is fine on its beer. own. Bigger foods, chicken wings, definitely like definitely spicy food. Yeah. Oh shit. The Armageddon wings would be delicious with this. We can make chili out of it. There's a little bit of pepper to it. Yeah. Oh, no, I like this. This is nice. Yeah. Good job, boys. It sounds like we might have company coming. Brew. Being attacked by a brew. Well, he was really dismayed when I went upstairs. And he's sitting next to the door. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't You're let him buddy. back down. And You're he's like, buddy. but what? But I owe body. I forgot it, buddy. Hello, little friend. For long-time listeners of the show, Brew is not feeling well right now. He's got a bit of allergies, so he's full of boogies. He's wheezy and sneezy all weekend long. Yeah. So so since he's full of the sniffles, we're kind of keeping him away because he's going to wind up on the track, right? Yeah, he's going to end up on the recording. But he's over to see me because he's like, I like pebbles. Pebbles like me. He's the friendliest podcast. Buddy, you, you don't need the bottle opener. But what if I do? Why is no one taking a picture of my dog being adorable? Because <laughs> we're too busy drinking the beer. 
All right. Oh, so, oh, high five, buddy. Bruce high giving five. high fives. But I got nothing to give you, buddy. I give you pets. It's like, but, buddy, Jim, I would like something. Oh, buddy. <laughs> you are so dismayed that we wouldn't let you down here. Hey, Brew, buddy. Again, the sweetest dog we own. It's not Co. No. All right. It's so we we did our six. What's our winner? Sada City Wet Hop. I kind of got to give it to it. As much yeah. as I am enjoying the dead elephant, like that's that is personal <laughs> like, bias. Like that Sada City is gorgeous. So, well, here's the three, thing. Man. We had a well. We had our annual dud. We yeah. had. Uh, which is white, tragic. white water, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. It's fine, it's good. but not remarkable either. The harvest saison is nice. Once again, collective arts proves their competency when it comes to brewing. The Italian backyard, fucking tasty. Oh, it's a beautiful beer. I, I am more than willing to give that third place. Yeah, that that's it, right? Like, see, it would, it would be my second place over yeah. the double dead elephant. Yeah. And, and actually, the double dead elephant is not really to my taste personally. I no. think it's a good beer. Yeah, I like regular dead elephant just because I think this hits a little too hard for my personal taste. Yeah, so I actually would give it my third place would be actually the harvest saison. Yeah, and that's fair. Like for me, it's going sawdust, double dead, Italian backyard, and that's almost exclusively out of recognition for the fact that at the end of the day, sawdust is just a little bit better, just a little bit. Not by much. It's it's a fraction. But it's there. So now we can officially finish the beers that are there? Well, okay. Well, here's the question. What's the actual full ranking? As much as we've done our top three, our best in top three, what are, you, what are you, what are you reaching, f- what is, what is Jamie going to reach for to finish? I can't. Well, we can't take the sawdust yeah. anymore. <laughs> Sam, Sam already voted, so we've got a bunch of almost finished cans in yeah. one bottle here. What, what it's worth, that should be at the front anyways, because it yeah. is the winner. Yeah. Every, everyone well, agrees. I'd say, for me, because everybody, everybody else did the top three, I'd say the Chinook Wet Hop, the Italian Backyard, and then the Farmer's Daughter. Nice! Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Alright, so so what are you going to grab? What are we finishing? Me? I would go for more of the uh, backyard. Pull it. <laughs> Sam, already, wow. so, Sam already got her first pick. Jim, uh-huh. what's, what, what, what would, what's your pull? You gotta ask. I know. <laughs> Do you want any more of this? No, no. You, you can finish. That That's going to be easy enough to find. Oh, yeah. Like, again, I'm going to pull Collective Arts because... This it's is only, good! Well, it's great, and I'm not going to get this in a month, right? Yeah. Like, in a month, it'll be back to Stranger Than Fiction as their seasonal, and I'll be perfectly oh, okay just as that. happy. Yeah. Just as happy. I'll take the farmer's back. All right. So there we go. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that needed to be said. All right. So and Sam also threw in a bunch of placeholder questions. Cheers! Cheers! To liquor! To being drunk, <laughs> even though none of us are drunk. Yeah, and we've all got a nice buzz. Yeah, we're doing okay. Yes, yeah, Hey yeah. guys, happy Oktoberfest! Happy Oktoberfest! Happy Oktoberfest! Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everybody who celebrates. You know what, everybody? It's it's we're going into the dark part of the year. Take it easy. Be nice to one another. Be good. Don't if you put don't, up, I will find your ass. And also, don't put up holiday. Don't put up Christmas decorations. No. Till like December third. You know what? I will concede December first. If I show up at your house on the thirty first and you even have a wreath in the window, I'm burning your shit down. <laughs> yeah, all of it, everything you've ever valued. Ah. 
What if they value you? Well, that's a problem for them, then, isn't it? Because I will stand in my suit made of gasoline. <laughs> I will light myself on fire and I will stare them down as I burn. Witness my glory, shiny and chrome. Witness me! Uh, Sorry if I just spiked out there, by the way, for when you do the edits. <laughs> no, th- this thing's got a um, this thing's got a compressor built in. Oh, beautiful! It's, it's gonna that's gonna be the peak of the the recording, but it's not gonna be an issue uh, the same way some other things are. Sam has a bunch of questions. I just made some shit up in case we didn't have enough. Well, it looked like we weren't going to, right? Yeah, but um, Sam wants us to rank the cast of Overwatch in terms of hotness. Which I'm going Just to assume. your top three. Wait, do you mean butts? Well, well, I assume that because Overwatch spends most of its character development, character modeling budget, budget on butts. Well, that it has to be ranked by butt. Well, that that's it. So you're just looking for the record of Scott and I's comprehensive butt list. So, which is especially since you just qualified it to top three, is the same top three it's always been, which is Widow, Genji, Tracer, yeah. in that exact order. Widowmaker has had more development on her beautiful, curvaceous ass than all of Call of Duty. <laughs> all oh, of it. Scott, you didn't read the stipulation that well, was on there. Well, again, Are you, ta- you can't say no, no, no Widowmaker. No, no, there's a stipulation. Reinhardt should be somewhere near the top, which means he could be in four or five. But we can't confirm that because Reinhardt is in armor and we never get a back shot. It's literally it's, sculpted, though. Well, literally. Well, that's why Genji's number two. It, his, 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 his ass is forged. It is designed. Tubes. It is designed yes. by another human to be a fantastic ass and widow as a absolutely outstanding ballet dancer. That's really nice. Ass. Is in fact better. So the finest where, where creation. Where was Mercy ranking in this? She Mercy was nice, but ish. She was lower on the list. Out of, like she wasn't in the top Ooh. five by the time it was done. Just because Jim and I figured this out. Yeah, there were, we, we had to search for screenshots. Where, we where was Hanzo? One sec. Do we want to do this? No, oh, God, no. No, if we want to put this on recording, I'll go grab the art book. We will go through character by character. <laughs> this can be an adventure for another day. Okay. We but, still actually Scott owes us an episode of Overwatch, Jim. So. True. So when we do she's that, trying to avoid it. So, so ladies, gentlemen, and other unrelated tadpoles. The day will come where we will do an Overwatch episode. And on that episode, we will rank, in order, the finest asses in Overwatch. Stay tuned. Like, we did that list before, but I feel like... I I, I think Doomfist may have thrown that off a little. Doomfist throws it off a bit, oh. and we technically didn't have Sombra in the list either. Oh, and Doomfist. I, you've seen Sombra's dance moves. Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. no. Da- Daddy Fist. I know. He can... And he can... He can do no wrong. And just as a note, folks, I have had it confirmed by the king of Gainosha that, in <laughs> fact, if you don't call Doomfist daddy, it is an act of homophobia. So, so remember that the next time you are facing off against Doomfist and you refuse to call him daddy or daddy fist, you are, in fact, homophobic. Nick! <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. With the Just an FYI. Hands. Yeah. Anyways, continue. We may need to get the graphic for the fucking rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Other questions. Other que- Other questions. Okay. I'm. I'm there's a bunch of these. I'm going to skip a bunch. Fuck you. I worked hard. No. Did I'm you? <laughs> did, did you actually? Yeah. Okay. We, we've already. I tried. We've already done Justice League. Okay. 
Uh, Sam, we'll do a Ghost in the Shell as a whole thing. Oh, okay. That's um, fine. That's a good reason. You're the the, the, the traveling other... dumpster fire that you folks opted to watch, and I instead played WoW. Uh, <laughs> we, we've talked about Brutus already. We don't need to discuss whether he, he's a sausage or a cinnamon roll. He is a sausage. Well, no, no. Sausage. Think about it. The, the question was, what types of food could you associate with Brut? Sack of potatoes. <laughs> we have sack of potatoes. Coffee maker. Coffee maker. Cinnamon roll. Tootsie yeah. roll. Sausage roll. Yep. Just loaf a of potato. bread. A singular potato when he is little. Because <laughs> I, I like loaf of bread when he's like actually curled into like a little. Well, when he's got the see. paws all folded up underneath yeah. him. Yeah. A small angry engine. Small angry engine. <laughs> Listen to him go. He's like I itch a, I itch a. So oh, see that question fellow. was fair. Okay. Uh, one is just about how a different, hey, specific Overwatch character is hot, so screw that. <laughs> well, was the answer Lucio? Well, Lucio isn't even in the top ten for butt rankings, so no, I don't that's know true. what you mean. Now, admittedly, that is partially because we can't see his butt for the same reason Reinhardt's low on the list, because both deal with mechanical engagement. I'd have sex with Lucio. I know you would, but you can't guarantee there is actually any human being below the waist. I'd have sex with Daddy Fist. I know you would, but you can guarantee there is a human being below his waist. I'd have sex with Widowmaker. Also a human being below the waist. Is there anything? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Is that all that's left? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've knocked it all down. Alright, let me go fix this problem here. Yes, you want to throw the backyard? Well, no, you can keep drinking that, man. You took it. Here's split it. It's not much. Okay, you're just going to take that out of the can? Yeah, I'll finish it. Okay. I have an idea. No, which one? Because that would be cruel otherwise. I'm not going to subject you to that. We're talking about the St. Mary's, by the way. We're, 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 the can will be empty. We're not particularly proud of it. And the reason I'm employing the mild Scottish accent is because it's St. Mary's. Yeah. St. So, Mary is the patron saint... Wait, no. My mistake. Let's oh. fix the problem Can't with St. Mary's. Fox? Okay. Bonus. Oh! The ringer out of nowhere! Bonus round! <laughs> Wait! Who's that Undertaker from the top row? With a chair! <laughs> My favorite wrestler was always Mick Foley. I'm sorry. That's fair, but you know what? He won! He won cage matches, man! See, I've still gotta give props to ring. Mark. For being in the game for as long as he was, fucking Taker lasted four. That's true. Ever. That's true. Like, his body has got to be a pile of scraps at this point. And three concussions. Yeah. And I mean, I say that as a guy who fucking loves Roddy Piper. And if you don't know who Roddy Piper is, fuck you! Stop listening! You should know who Roddy Piper is. Yeah, if... If you really actually don't know, I retract the fuck you. Go watch They Live. Enjoy it. Expose yourself to some John Carpenter and learn that someday Scott and I will get around to doing probably two to three episodes? It's gonna, that's gonna be a haul. Yeah, the filmography on John Carpenter is just, it's, it's a work through because yeah. it's good. So talk about our ringer. So the ringer. It's the St. Mary's. Because, again, Sam can't let us go with, you know, you know, five out of six. And say that ain't bad for the year. She pulled in The Ringer, which is from Rouge River. Local favorite. Local favorite. Round the corner. Nowhere else, as far as anyone can tell. No. Good brewery. Great guys. Uh, set up by Jordan Mills, a ship jumper from Mill Street, because, uh, fuck Labatt. Yeah, which is legit. Nobody's gonna fault that. So he, he set up in his 
backyard, because he does live, because his dad lives around the corner from us. Really? Yeah, he, he used to park the uh, Mill Street van in, in the lot, and I'd walk past it. Nice. But, we, we are big fans of Rouge River in this yeah. household. Well, well, it because they have yet to make a bad beer. That's kind of it, right? Like, it's not just because they're local. They make exquisite beer. If they made garbage but they were local, we wouldn't talk about them. Well, like, again, when fucking Falcon almost moved to Stouffville, right? We yeah. would not have gone because they're Falcon and they're junk. Yeah. But this... So this is their autumn IPA, and it tastes like dead leaves. It's... It is... Okay. You're sure? for you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> I gotta finish Farmer's Daughter anyway. Oh, it's just even <laughs> when, you draw, when you draw it in on scent. No, the phrasing on that was perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you draw it in on scent, it's just got a beautiful tang to it. Like you could sit here and you could just sniff this beer all day. And normally, I only say that about whiskeys. It's a very nice gold as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. just the color on it, and again, cloudy, so yeah. you can't see yeah. anything through it. And just like it's a good cloudy too, right? Like, it's, it just obscures it. It's like a heavy set of sunglasses. And it's sweet. And then it's sour. And then it's bitter. And then it's spicy. It is, it is your whole goddamn tongue. Yeah. The picture on the bottle is a pair of pine cones and a couple dead leaves in a glass. If you buy this and don't expect that, you done fucked up, boy. Because that's what you're getting. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's just, the hops are right there the entire time. They don't overpower. Okay, so I'm going to be cruel because I threw this finger in. Does it beat the wet hops? No. No. And this is, <laughs> but fortunately, Rouge River has launched a challenger. As of Wednesday, we can wander over to Rouge River and get their wet hop. Wait, we had that earlier in the week, didn't we? Or no. Did we? No, we had the Hamsterdam one. We had the Hamsterdam wet hop. Fuck. Okay, that's cruel. So that's goddamn. Cruel. I guess I have a job to do. Well, well, we'll we'll make our trip over. Well, the real ringer is waiting. Yeah, it's sitting there. It says hi to us when we walk in. It is this beautiful keg that used to be a Johnny Walker keg, and now and now it's full of porter. Yeah. And it, they they won't tap it, and we're I've, waiting. I, I've asked if I book my Christmas party, will they just give us one? And they've said, kind of maybe, but someday, <laughs> someday they will tap that, and then we will tap that. Hard. <laughs> we're, we're just so. gonna arm loads, bucket loads of whatever is aging in those whiskey barrels. Oh, Jim it is gonna be fucking to... delicious. Apparently, Jim is going to attempt to impregnate it. Well, no, so we say that like I'm the only one. Hopefully, we'll all get to it before he gets to it. You say that like Scott's not walking down with me. Like, well, like again, yeah, I trust Scott not if... to stick himself in it before he gives it to everybody else to try. Again. If you hear about a mysterious robbery where one keg gets stolen and a bunch of money is left behind, like nothing of value is taken except for one keg, you know what happened. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, buds. It had to be. But we left the money behind to pay for it. We did. Because we're not shitty people. Now somebody's going to do it and you're going to get pegged for it. That's fine. All right, let's finish Ah, Oh, boogie's on my foot. Bro, why? why? Oh, let's let's finish so these late. questions. 
Sam okay. wants more beer. So, so, so other other questions. Um, what is a franchise you want to die? We did a whole episode about this a while back. Did we? Yeah. Wait, in general? Yeah, any franchise. It's been a while since we've asked The Maple direction. Leafs. Yeah. The Leafs need to die on... Actually, no, you know what? I don't care enough about anything to say I want it to die. Like, if Call of Duty dies tomorrow, I'm not going to cry any fucking tears for it. But if Activision gets off their ass and goes, no, 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 no. We're going to make a good first-person shooter, and we're going to staple the name to it? Great. Um, I think I said X-Men at the time, and I still stand with it. Well, what? Thirteen titles on the go right now? What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah, that's precisely why. Thirteen titles running right now. You can pay, and again, monthly, $3 minimum per book. You can pay goddamn rent in X-Men right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. No more. Done. Mine right now is Marvel editorial on their issues with diversity because once again they're convinced diverse comics don't sell and people don't want to see themselves in comics. Fuck you. Well, no, it's called comic book shop owners are douchebags, yep. which is why everyone went to trades anyhow. Like again, we get Mockingbird canceled due to low sales the same day the trade breaks a record for the company. Oh, and Mockingbird was so good. And it I, deserved more. And again, I think that this is a different episode coming, but Marvel needs to switch half their books to quarterlies. Just straight up, 120 page, perfect bound quarterlies. Same sort of size as a, same size as a trade, but, you know, that only. Like Spider-Man, yeah, two of those a month. X-Men, two of those a month. But, Everyone below a certain line, you get a quarterly. And guess what? You'll probably do a hell of a lot better. I think just the fact that they don't like the idea that that the diverse comics exist. They behave like they don't like it. That's because it's not a moneymaker. Well, Well, Marvel takes the feedback from comic shops. Yeah. Comic 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 shops shops that they're hosing. Yeah, and comic shops are... Operated. Owned by and frequented by the asshole dregs of the community. Yeah. So, results, because apparently at, like, the New York Comic Con panel, there was a bunch of those fuckwits saying, no, diversity comics are shit. And it's well, like, I'm sorry. comic books are you fucking reading? I'm sorry, but if you're, like, if you have to, if you're upset that you have to say, no, no, Tony Stark is an Iron Man right now, he's, Iron Man is two other people, um... And you can't just go, oh, wait, I have a quarter ton of back issues of Iron Man comics that I could unload on this new reader. Like, literally, just sit down and say, no, no, okay, this new writer comes on at 196, start here, I've got everything, because I've got so many back issues that I can't move anymore, and just take them from me. You can't fucking sell trades of classic Iron Man. You are literally failing as a salesman if you can't say, here's the Iron Man you want. Yeah. If you can't move a book, that's your fucking problem. This is a universal statement on business. If you can't make a fucking profit without somebody making a fucking caveat for you, then fuck you 
get out of the fucking business and let somebody else do the job better. And just to throw it out there, if you fucking work in a comic book store, learn how to fucking book talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As a, as a person who works in a library, book talking is one of the most important fucking skills you need to have. Because part of it is you want your clientele to take shit out. Right? So if you can't have a conversation with, let's say, a young woman who comes in and says, I want things like Kamala Khan, then go fuck yourself and read up on what actually works so that you can have those inclusive comics be a part of your conversation, well, even if you don't fucking like them. Well, what, what's the right answer? It's like, well, okay, there really isn't a lot like Miss Marvel right now, except, well, okay, G. Will Wilson has been in comics a while. She did a bunch of titles on Vertigo. Let's dig those out, why don't we? Hey! Air was a great series. I Air really was a good liked book. it. You know, I also liked her standalone Cairo. I thought yeah. that was really good too. She was also on five issues of Huntress. Or no, five, five issues of Vixen that were pretty nice. So, I mean, there are ways around it. Well, if people are coming in and saying they want something similar to X, then you need to figure out. Can you find something similar to X? And that's it. Like, yeah, sure. Thor's a woman now. You don't have... Thor was a horse and a frog. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, and that's it. Like, like, okay, if you want to sell someone sell someone on something that feels like Thor, you've got a billion of Wild Simon... You've got a billion issues of Wild Simonson's run. Yeah. But if you want someone who has come in and said, no, no, I like the new Thor, well, guess who writes that? Jason Aaron. Yeah. Jason Aaron... Does a lot of work for Marvel. You can convince someone to start reading Doctor Strange. He wrote a damn fine ghostwriter. Yeah. Like, I have issues with some of the things he did with it, but overall, damn fine ghostwriter story. Let's be honest. Lady Thor right now is ten times more fucking interesting than Thor's been in years. Yeah, because nobody knew how to write Thor for since Walt Simonson Plus, I'm going to throw out there, I appreciate the fact that they are doing a storyline... With a cancer patient. Yeah. I think that it's a very interesting take. What's so... And so I love Jane. Real. I love Jane so much, but it's because I see a lot of what I've dealt with as a person. Well, Jane's held the hammer before. Yeah. Yes. Like, that. that's what I come back to, is like, you can't say, oh, they've wrecked Thor, because Jane's thrown that... Because Jane's thrown Mjolnir before. Yeah. And I mean, plenty of people have thrown Mjolnir before. Wonder Woman has. Superman has. Steve has repeatedly. Steve has a bunch. Miguel does. Yeah, but that's because it's Miguel. Well, <laughs> he is worthy. Miguel is worthy. Yeah. But, okay, this, again, there's a whole episode about Marvel and legacy and diversity that I want to hash out. Can we also have an episode about Rebirth and how it's doing a lot right? Cause yeah, no. Fuck the, yes to uh, Well, I, I said... For comic books, there were three episodes coming, and one is just Sam and Scott's indie pull list. One is DC Re- Rebirth nailing it. I wanna, I wanna just quickly tell a quick story that happened to me this weekend. I had a 11 year old customer at my work going through the Teen Comics. Um, he started pulling out things like Rebirth Green Arrow, and didn't realize that there was a Green Lanterns comic. And I basically pitched it as Jessica Cruz is the cutest thing known to man. Simon Baz is her buddy cop. Simon Baz is her buddy cop. And they go on crazy fun adventures while also just being delightful to each other. See, I still And Simon is Simon's grandma is the greatest thing ever. I'm still a little just 
just a little, and this is a personal perspective, a little disappointed they took away the ring as Voltum. Because yeah. I liked Voltum as a manifestation of PTSD. Yeah, like like straight up making Voltum the voice of anxiety, personifying it in yeah. that way is a cool story. Like, and that, that's just a great thing that you can run, and for a lantern? Yeah. Like, that's that's just wonderful. That's a great way to tell the story. So the fact they took that away, a little disappointing. To harken back to the whole Tony Stark is an Iron Man thing. So, many moons ago, I had access to my Uncle Steven's old comic collection. Yeah. And going through that, I'm reading through his Iron Man, because he picked up Iron Man in the 70s. And I get to the part where it's, you know, shaded face, we don't know who's putting on the helmet, there's your cover shot, somebody else is Iron Man. And it's, oh my god, who's it gonna be? And it's Rhodey. Yeah, and it's Stark is fucking drunk and is puking inside the armor, but somebody needs to be Iron Man. And here I am as a 12-year-old white boy in the fucking Maritimes of Canada. Which is perhaps one of the whitest places on Earth. I remember the first time I saw a black person in school. We'll put it that way. (laughs) And the other way is it was in high school. It took a while. Yeah. I remember the first time I came to Toronto, I was afraid I would stare at everybody that wasn't white. I remember when I left and got back to the island, I was astonished by all of the white people around me. So, so, if anybody should, by exposure, be surprised by a black man in the role, kind of should be me. Instead, I was totally fucking psyched for this. Well, Rhodey was... Rody he was, was built. Book. Yeah, like, you know who Rhodey is. You care who Rhodey is. And it's, holy shit, he's putting on the armor. What does this mean? How does this matter? Where is the story going from here? You are hooked in and you give a fuck. Well, so if you're somebody who's in a twist because your character doesn't align with your particular well, ethnicity... And, uh, again, I come back to... People complain about the young black woman being Iron Man. Riri's great! But they don't complain about the middle-aged Romany man being Iron Man. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder fucking why. It's, what, you know what? Read the story. Read the story. I, I will admit, Kamala Khan doesn't hold any particular interest for me. And that's just, the stories that I've encountered with her don't grab me. Is it a fault of the character? No. They're just not stories for me. There's lots of stories out there that don't hook me. To use popular music as an example, if I listen to a song that doesn't have bass and doesn't have drums, it literally doesn't register in my ears. Like, I will completely tune the song out. Doesn't make it a bad song, just means it's a song that's not for me. Not everything has to be for me. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people who gets bitchy because shit isn't for you, not everything has to be for you. All right, so, okay. so I'm gonna, I, I do want to pull two two more questions off Sam's list. First is, um, okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember. What is the best type of Kirby? Sword Kirby. Yeah. What? There was a debate? Yo-Yo Kirby. Sword Kirby. Yo-Yo Kirby. Sword Kirby. I need to play more Kirby, apparently. The answer is Sword Kirby, Jamie. Apparently it's Sword Kirby. Fuck all y'all. Yo-Yo Kirby. Sword Kirby. Also, what about, what also Mike, Mike Kirby is pretty amazing, too. Mike, yeah, but Mike, Mike Kirby, Kirby is a one-shot. I know, so I know. So it doesn't count. But Yo-Yo, Sword Kirby. Yo-Yo is love. I love I will, Yo-Yo. I will accept Fire Kirby. Fire Kirby's pretty rad. Yeah. But I like Ninja Kirby, too. 
I like that you can stick to walls. Uh, Wizard Kirby? Which wizard one are you thinking of? Beam or Mirror? I'm thinking Beam Kirby. Yeah, Beam Kirby's pretty rad. I also like Parasol Kirby. If we want to be really lazy, the real answer is Meta Knight. (laughs) Or Waddle Dee. Yeah. Waddle Dee. Waddle Dee. Okay, the other one I want to pull out of this list is... What video game are we playing right now? Jim's playing like nine. Yeah, it's me, right? Like, I've got a... I'm playing WoW again because the end of Legion intrigued me, and I spent a lot of time with WoW back Basically, what it comes down to is Jim is playing multiplayer games. Yeah. Um, I need to finish up the current season of Diablo. I need to get a bunch of XP to unlock the rest of the stuff in the war chest for StarCraft Two. I'm currently dicking around with Raiden. Fuck you, Boone! It's Raiden, not Raiden! If you wanted it, Raiden, you'd have left the Y in like you did when you first printed it, but you didn't. You changed it to an I, which makes it Raiden, you fuck. I actually have a lot of respect for you, sir. If you're somehow listening to this, I really appreciate that you tuned into the show. But it's Raiden. I go! <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing Injustice. I feel like I'm just horrified half of the audience. <laughs> and somehow, if you are half of the audience and I've horrified... Are you just tuning in now? I do this shit all the time. Um, I still have to finish Agents of Mayhem. I need to get back to Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, yeah, no, I got a bunch on the go. I know you're playing the Auto Tomatoes. So I put I put Persona 5 on hold in November, as I do almost every time I play Persona. Like, I just, I just put it on pause towards the end. Uh, but the other thing I'm playing is, uh, near Auto Tomatoes. Automata? Auto Automatopia. We should probably throw it out to the guy who actually does that bit, right? Yeah. Uh, sh- shout outs, sh- shout to George, Mr. Bunny Hop. He is super. He, he, I appreciate the fact that he's owned the fact that he can't pronounce anything. The Auto Tomato bit, I have used that on customers. Yeah. Like, people will come in and be like, I want the newest Nier game, and I'm like, oh, you mean Auto Tomato? And they look at me like I'm crazy, and it's like, no, fuck you. That game is Nier Auto Tomato, because that is the best name. But uh, I'm enjoying Auto Tomato. I've, I've acknowledged it as, what if Bayonetta was an open-world action RPG? Because that's what it is, even though it takes till most of the first playthrough to get the Witch Time unlock. And I'm going to point out that, once again, Scott has a boner for Platinum. Shocker! I'm, I am, I am gobsmacked. I know! I am astonished. Platinum was the best people from Capcom saying, we want to make good games, good day, sirs. And then they did. That is literally all that happened. Jamie, what games are you playing? Um, right now, I am working my way through, I'm getting close to the finish for Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's quite fun because... Well, it's, People it's, can't see me, but um, Nomad looks fairly similar to me if I put on sunglasses and the right hat. Yeah. It's quite comical. Yes, um, yes. I'm working on Watch Dogs 2. So, Dirt Dogs! Yes, people will hate this, but I'm a bit of, a, I'm a bit of an Ubi fan. I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. Ubi much? Yeah, I'm a bit of an Ubi fan. Um, and uh, Stodoo Valley. Is the other one that I'm working oh, on. Oh, Stardew Valley. Sammy's play Stardew. I need to play it's, more Stardew Valley. It's very fun, but I will warn you, the fishing mechanic is a bit tricky to get a hold on. Oh, no, it's fishing. 
Yeah, Sam's just gonna make yarn. Probably. It's a, it's a very fun game until you get to the fishing. It takes some getting used to. So I'm guessing, as an Ubi fan, you're very excited for Origins. I I'm kind of excited the idea of climbing a pyramid. I played it. I played the uh, the demo they had at Pan Expo. It was the Gamescom demo, I think. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the Gamescom. Um, very fun. It's a very big difference from everything that has been out so far. The well, Assassin's Creed franchise. Except you still get to climb shit, so, you know. Speaking Combat and all that is so different, though. Yeah. Okay. So it's, very, it's very interesting. Because you just brought up my biggest grief with that fucking series, which is their shitty goddamn combat system. Has it improved? Is it yes. viable? Do I have to use it? It has very much improved. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's better. Not, it's here's different. a button that's instant kill after you've fought one guy. It's there. There's a dedicated parry button, but you have a shield, so you kind of have to dance around and wait. Okay. Um, what else did I get to try? I because um, like stealth is not well, as good as it could be. Because like consider, I stopped playing after two, and then one day you were having trouble <laughs> with, with Unity. Yeah, with Unity upstairs, and I employed the Metal Gear skills I've developed. To get through the stealth bit you were having trouble so with. So play Black Flag. Well, no, I played Parkour Pirate Adventures up until the part where it decided to be an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> and then I promptly stopped. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, this is great. I'm a pirate. I have the ship. I'm fucking people up with my pirate ship. And then, like, by the way, you need to climb up here and get this eagle feather and use our shitty combat system. And I went, well, I don't have a game anymore. Well, that, that, that's why they're releasing the boat game as a standalone. Yeah. Good! It's multiplayer. I'm okay with that. Pirate multiplayer sounds great. Brute, brute, I guess I'm the only so one sure. who hasn't gone yet. Yeah. So, I have been working my way through Agents of Mayhem. I have one... Agents st- of Mayhem! Um, I have one story mission left. I would bone Daisy. Well, yeah. I would bone Braddock. Well, no, Daisy would bone you. Yeah. I would yeah. bone Fortune. Basically every woman except Rama, just because I really don't like how Rama plays. But she's nice to look at. Nice to look at. But she's a little too motherly for me. See So I'm not I'm not into it. Persephone all the way. Yeah, I'm going Persephone. All the fucking way. Mm, Persephone. Yeah. Um you know what? It's not perfect. I've talked about that before, but it is the perfect mindless game when you just want to destroy things. It's a Saturday morning cartoon show that you can play. Yep. And that's I like all it. it wants to be. I like it just for that reason alone. And I love when it throws in the adult humor with just that little bit of just... It makes you cringe, but it's really funny. You find Hollywood's secret tape. Yeah. Yep. And I've also been playing uh, Duncan Rumpa V3, Killing Harmony, which I have only completed the first class trial, and it's going some interesting places. I'm interested to see where in the franchise it's going to fit in. Uh, I'm interested to see which incarnation of Junko Endoshima I'm getting. And I can't wait to see more gruesome murders. Because damn, executions in this series are fucking nasty. Ooh, murder! Jim, you still need to finish watching the other anime. I know, but I'm still... so good. I am on board for the murders, you know this. You... What are your feelings on Junko and Doshima? I like my murder. That's all I have. So you like Junko? Because Junko just, just likes to walk up to people and kill No. Them. 
at the end, if I got to choose, Genocide or Show? Oh, yes. Genocide or Show is That's, the best character. That is not a question for me. Because it's like, you are seven different colors of completely fucking crazy. And I get you. I dig it. The best parts are when she's also, like, so batshit that she's also trying to bone toga me at the yeah. same time. She's like, no, no, I'm going to be sane for a second. Fuck that. I'm goddamn nuts. I'm goddamn nuts, but hey, Togami, let's go in the back and do some fun things. It's like, you're... And he always looks at her like... It's like, are you gonna kill him? I'm not sure. Nah. Wait until you, like, see bits of, um, another episode. A lot of them are just giant, creepy sexual fantasies That's fine. And, like, and they have moments where it's things like she's got the scissors and shit. Because she's just like... I can carve, like, beautiful heart in him, and then we have sex, and it's great! It's like, no, no, you've just carved a heart into him. Yeah, like... He's gonna be bleeding all over the place. For some people, that's a turn on. I know that. For sure, for sure it is. No, no, I am, I am gonna judge to a point, because blood is not a very good lubricant. No. <laughs> no, but oh, she is... on who you ask. She is one of the best characters in that series. Delightfully crazy. We need more crazies like her. I think you would actually like there's a character in V3 who is a cultist, and everything makes her fucking happy, so you know she's deranged. Oh, good. Like, you just look at her, she's just like, everything's exciting! You're gonna die! But you know what? We're gonna be saved, so it's fine! I feel like she's gonna be one of the characters that might die. Well, I think that's Or she's the mastermind. I think that's our episode, though. Because... We're pretty thoroughly face-buzzed. Face well, we've got a good buzz going on. And we're, yelling a bu- and we're yelling at everything, and all the bottles are empty. Are they? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, is there anything left in Italian? That's about the only question. No, no I, I finished that. that. Yeah, no, no, we are tapped out. So, um, it's been great. Yeah. Always a pleasure, folks. Hope Catch you enjoyed you next it. time. I want to just add one thing. Uh, with the Italian backyard, that's definitely a share of the bottle beer. Yeah. yeah, because having finished it, it gets a bit uh, gets a bit heavy on the uh, hood. Yeah, like hood like flavors. like I feel the basil just builds. Yeah, and builds yeah. the whole time. It's still great, but it's definitely a share of the bottle. Yeah. So there we go. Hope you enjoyed it, folks. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Have good a good day. Night. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Thank you for listening. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works, share-alike license, version 3.0 international. Visit sbopodcast.com for past episodes and links to subscribe.